All right, ready? Yep. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of Just Keep Riding. A podcast for riders, by riders, to keep you riding. I'm Marshall. And I'm Nick. Hey, you know what's different? What's different? It's the first time we've recorded a podcast in person. Right? It's throwing me off. That's why you're feeling weird about it, man. I'm, I'm so You're not actually in my ear. You're standing right in front of me. I'm sitting next to you, but mm, yeah. also, we are on a boat. On a boat. On a boat. So, quick version. Quick question. How's your week going? Good. It's been good. I had my ups and downs while I've been here, but yeah. it's been really good. I'm just about done with another short story piece. Good. That is actually... Going to be an excerpt in an upcoming novel, nice. anyways. So, double word count. What's up? Yeah, and just to clarify, we are on the WXR cruise boat, which we've been talking about for weeks now. It is weird looking right at your face, isn't it? It's so weird. I can't get <laughs> over it right now. I love it. I'm super happy about it. So, here's how we're going to do this episode. We are going to call over some of our beautiful, awesome um, peers. And technically, we are recording in front of a live studio audience. True statement, even though none of them are listening to us because they're all talking. Someone's waving. Hi. Hi. All right. So we're actually, we're up at a bar Yep. right I'm, now on I'm, the ship recording. So if you hear any background music, just go ahead and do the samba with us. Yeah. You know? There'll be music. We're right by the uh, service area. People will yeah. be coming with, uh, I don't know, plates and such. It'll be fun. We it's might even be asked, what are you doing? And Isn't it we, obvious? We might have to tell other people, uh, we're doing <laughs> a live show. We're not live. We're not live, but that's all right. All right, buddy. So let's um, let's bring some people over, or one person over. Who's our first person? Okay, so round two. We have Cooper with us, and due to a technical issue, uh, 100% my fault, we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick one more time, and we're not gonna take up too much of Cooper's time. Um, but if you could, I'm sorry, man. I feel but bad. I'll do I'm the le- thing. I'm leaving this in anyway. Ask uh, him. Ask him the question. I'll, I'll do the thing. So Cooper, this is your second year back. What brought you back your second time around, and what did you hope to gain from this time? Yeah. So I had done a lot of good networking with you guys last time, um, and uh, everybody else, and I just really really enjoyed the entire experience and uh, everything that I learned, stuff like that. So I just kind of wanted to come back, uh, see some old faces, meet some new ones, and uh, see what else I could gain. So, Yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, one of the things we talked about in the first attempt at this that I thought was really good, where we were talking about um, the instructors and how much time they spend with us. Um, and one of the questions we have for everybody is, mm-hmm. what did you get out of this year's trip? Since you did do last year as well um you mentioned something about nasa and then we were talking yeah, about Mary robinette's class so if you could just say that one yeah, more time yeah, that'd no be problem. awesome dude it's I'm okay sorry. marshall technology no 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 can See, you hear the vacuum yeah there's a vacuum running behind us it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine okay you guys uh, this is incredible it, it's totally okay uh technology yeah it's fine um yeah so mary robinette's class this morning it was on short fiction how to write short fiction and uh that one was really helpful because it was very practical and uh we created a group wide, like everybody had to create flash fiction stories together so that we would kind of get used to the idea of, uh, I guess you got a lot of feedback that people didn't finish, hadn't finished anything recently. Yeah, it's the idea of feeling like we're writing, but we're not finishing anything. Yeah, yeah. and she wanted to get ahead of that feeling by having us do a quick flash fiction piece in which we were able to see what the shape of the end of the story 
looks like and feels like and that like kind of feel that emotional catharsis of you know completing something and being able to knowing what to do with that feeling afterwards um so that was a big thing and then nasa as you said um i through various circumstances um i wasn't able to go to nasa uh last year um when it was offered and this year just for whatever reason i was able to go twice uh which was pretty awesome and i was able to hang out with the uh with the instructors a lot. So it was very good. I learned a lot from that entire process. Um, both of the tours were really different. And so uh, between those two things, I'd say that's the best so far, but I have no, no real complaints, of well, course. Sadly, we don't have time for that story, but that NASA story that you told me uh, yes. is amazing. The fact that you got to go twice is phenomenal. And that NASA tour was great. I almost yeah. didn't do it, and I was like, I do not regret it. It was amazing. Yeah. Super cool. Um, next question. I think you already answered him. Um We'll go back to, so where are you at in your career right now? Yeah, sure. So I published a short story anthology this last February, Each and Every Phantom. Um, and as of right now, I just finished the, and by just finished, I mean a couple months ago, I completed the first draft of my primary work in, uh, work in progress manuscript that I'd been working on this time last year. Uh, and so now I'm basically just doing the grind of revi revising it, um, cutting the fat, um, that whole thing, making all all of it makes sense and be logical and consistent character arcs moving smoothly. Awesome. And uh, when I'm not working on that, cause it gets stressful, I do a closed community story for just a group of small friends of mine where I basically just write a high fantasy high school battle anime and uh, it's stupid and fun and weird. And I love it. It's very, is, it, is this something that you guys pass from one person? No, to the next, no, 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 no. Uh, it's just, just you me. writing something for this group. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh -huh. I love and, it. And they appreciate it. it and it brings me a lot. It's fun for me to do. So it's, it's whatever. I like it. Very cool, man. And thank you for bearing with us on our technical, technical it's issues. It's all good, man. Um, if but someone wanted to pick up each and every phantom, where can they go now to get that? Sure. Um, it's going to be available in both uh, digital format and paperback on Amazon uh, direct publishing. And uh, otherwise, people can just reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, I'm kind of glued to that app, so that's probably the best method. <laughs> so um, Facebook you, and they can reach out to you. And yeah, that's, that's awesome. also where my author page will be, Cooper D. Barham-Writer. Uh, we so. will Perfect. definitely leave a link for you guys in our show notes to get a hold of oh, Cooper nice. and take a look at his work. I, I picked it up on Kindle, and I've enjoyed a few of the stories out of there. And I haven't finished every one of them, but... It's definitely, I, it's, it's worth the read, especially if you're trying to write short fiction right now. It's worth the read. Awesome. Thank you, Nick. Thanks so much, man. Mm -hmm. I really yeah. appreciate you. And yeah, it's all good. Like I said, I get it. Like I said the first time, we got a couple more days and we'll yeah. hang out again. For yes, <laughs> dude. And we're going to make the most of it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks, Cooper. Yeah. So. Kind of the things we want to get to know from you is, one, who you are and what you're doing um, and kind of where you're at in your career. But we just want to talk about writing excuses retreat this week and kind of figure out what you gained from it and what your expectations were. Totally children laughing in the background. This <laughs> they, is great, guys. Like said, they are we, definitely alive. We are in a big bar and there's going to be a lot of that. And they're so, having a great time. <laughs> so what brought you on the ship this year? First uh, of all, First of all, who are you? Uh, so I'm oh, Dan yeah. Evanson. Uh, I uh, author out of Chicago, uh, and this is my third writing excuses. Uh, you know the what got me back on the third one. I, I went on the first two. Uh, I can never do the math, but uh, a years couple of, years, years ago, ago <laughs> uh, and then I skipped the last two. Uh, so uh, what got me back on this one was the the NASA trip. I think you okay, guys yeah. talk with Cooper about. 
I saw picks from last year's NASA trip, and it just seemed like an opportunity I couldn't pass up to tour the whole center with Mary Robin Koal in tow. Her her Lady Astronaut books are like just amazing, and I love them. Uh, so th- that was a, a great opportunity, and it, it it was you know lived up to the hype. It was well, pretty cool. What I appreciated about the NASA tour is having Mary Robinette there give us all these interesting little tidbits about how astronauts like i don't know what but were you on my bus on the way there uh the bus with her on it uh no no okay. i think uh, i was on uh, dan the dan wells bus so on mary's bus she told us all these little tidbits about how astronauts poop and pee and stuff like that on in in space it was amazing fascinating and kind of gross but she has a great twitter thread that is all Bathroom facts, Love which it. I, yeah, it was the great. things you don't think about <laughs> until you think about it. Right? The how gross the Apollo missions actually were was the thing I think that really surprised me, and that which is you know you see the movies and it's very heroic, oh, of course, and then you know you find out Neil Armstrong pooped himself, and uh, exactly it changes your perspective <laughs> a little that, bit. I think she said something like that footprint had poop in it or something or pee in it or something. I was like, oh, gross. But awesome. Effective. <laughs> That's the real history. Yeah. So, you know, being here for the third time, right? Fourth time? Third time. Third time. What did you gain this week from the instructors and the classes and just kind of your overall workflow? You know, I'm one of the odd people at, I mean, we're all a bit. There's, here's oh, how my odd. odd expresses <laughs> itself, which is that I don't do a lot of writing on the cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love to come for the people and, um, for the instruction, uh, but I don't get a lot of like actual writing done. Um, I think like what I, what I learned the most this year was like right out the gate, Patrick Rothfuss, uh, gave us a pretty great talk. That was a great class. Yeah. And I think what I took away from it the most was just like, there's not, there's no rush. Right. You know, like he took 13 years to write something he thought eventually you know, was, was worth writing. And, and so like when I'm like, Oh man, if I don't finish this draft this week, like what's, I'm going to, I'll give it all up. Like, no, no, you can probably just relax. Somebody, (laughs) somebody took 13 years and then still was very successful with what he created. Yeah. And for the record, Patrick Roffith always prefaces his talk with don't do this. I revised 500 times. That's insane. Yeah. Which he's on another level of, I like to say he's an anomaly, but obsessive. W- w- one of the things I picked up from his, though, because I actually brought a piece with me that I'm going to submit to a short story contest today, actually, when we're done, um, and I had to bring it down below a word count. And I and he, one of the best tips I think he had in that was like what I did was he said, well, do a control F, you know, do a find on your for the word that and revise those sentences. A lot of times you don't even need that word. You know, it's funny that I said that, but, um, but that really helped me and it cleaned up a lot of my sentences. It was nice. So, yeah, that kind of revision, the, 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 not just structural, but like sentence structure revision is, is the worst. It's the worst for me. Exactly. And yeah, that is, I, that's really great advice. Yeah. So where are you at currently in your career when it comes to publications? Are you working as a full-time writer? Um, and things like that. So not full time at all. I'm a, a compliance engineer for a, a smoke alarm manufacturer in my day job. Okay. Uh, I do have one horror novel self-published on Amazon called Dave Woke Up. Oh, awesome. Uh, I like the title of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, uh, 
It's been out for a few years, uh, and I've written four other novels that are kind of hanging out on shelves and drawers uh, as the I try. Trunk. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> trying to pursue traditional publishing for those, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I know we just heard a talk about indie publishing right. that made it, for, for a future writing excuses episode, that made it sound like... We should all be in indie publishing, right? <laughs> well, I came in. We came in at the end of that because they were going to do announcement after, and I was just like, "Whoa, these these people are doing really well in indie publishing." Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So, well, it just brings a good dynamic because everyone, you, the main cast for writing excuses, they're all traditional, right? And exactly. so, having you know indie publishers who are successful, I think, really helps out the value of what you can do yeah i mean howard is the only one in the primary cast that does any sort of regular indie publishing like right. the, the web comic um right and, yeah. and he, you know in previous cruises i've been on he's been a great person to kind of talk about like the work it takes right to get i mean that's the other thing like the people in that episode are out there working it oh you yeah know, that that's you know, a constant thing yeah. constant thing uh so. You know, so I'm glad I'm glad they had that episode because you know sometimes it feels like the indie world doesn't get as much uh, sort of credit yeah. for yeah. for the hard work that authors are putting out there. For sure, and we absolutely. do have a lot of like people in the alumni community for uh, writing excuses that are are out there and are indie publishers and. And I think that's another value of this particular retreat is the access to the alumni, you know, and to have hundreds of people out there that have done this before. And be able to reach out to them and say, I need help with this. Or, I, or, you know, has anybody done this? And have people reach back. I think that's nice. Yeah, so. it's a great community. I'm always glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Totally. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of you or buy your book, um, this is your shameless plug time. So social media and when, where and if they can buy your book. Do you guys mind if I plug a, a, a separate podcast? Absolutely. Right, Please. Right. We, I have two podcasts. This is only <laughs> one. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find my book on Amazon. You can also find it at DanielEvenson.com. E-A-V-E-N-S-O-N, Daniel Evanson. Uh, I'm also a host on a podcast out of the uh, fantasy subreddit, our fantasy, okay. uh, called uh, the Fantasy Book of the Month. Awesome. Uh, and uh, F-Bomb for short. And uh, we record. I <laughs> may it. have heard of this. I love it. We're we're working on our fourth episode, uh, probably as soon as I get back. Oh, cool! So go to too many thoughtsmedia.com or you can find us on YouTube. You search for Fantasy Book of the Month. Awesome, awesome! Thank you so much for being patient while we had to re-record that section with Cooper. Um, but thanks for being on the show, man. And um, we will put all of your stuff in the show notes. I will definitely do that. Um, so good luck with all the things, dude. And you're writing. Thanks yeah, for having me. Awesome. Hey. Thanks, man. So we are joined by Alex, who Hello. we met last year on the cruise and who was an awesome, awesome person. And we're so glad to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and what you write? Sure. Um, my background is I've been a licensed California attorney for about 20 years, and I practiced entertainment law for about 15 years of that. And um, now I write, along with other things, but I'm working on a, a near-future environmental science fiction thriller. That sounds awesome. <laughs> um, I have my, my first novel is out on submission while I'm finishing this manuscript. Very cool. Awesome. awesome. Love it. So we kind of want to talk to you a little bit about the cruise. So this being your second time, what, what made you want to come back another time? And what were you hoping to gain out of the second trip? Um, the people here are beyond awesome. 
it's such a great supportive group of people that really mesh well together. Um, supportive not just in writing, but personally. And um, so it's a great environment to be productive, to learn, to form new relationships. For me, I had a lot of work I wanted to get done on this trip, so I was just, I was hoping for that time away from my daily life noise that would help my mind go deep and focus. Totally. You definitely get it here this year. They well, they cut down on the program a little bit to allow more writing time and working on manuscripts. So, and I want to I want to talk to the point of support. Um, you know, it's it's great to be supported by these awesome people in our writing and our careers and stuff. But when something's going on, or you're having a hard time, or you need somebody, there's always someone to lean on. Oh and, yeah. And um, I got to say that's that's huge. Um, couple of the staff have reached out to me i my my youngest is going through some stuff and that's something that i i've had some amazing conversations and the support and it doesn't always have to be about writing and that's absolutely and i'm away from them and it's harder and harder as we get deeper and deeper into this but it's to have that support there is super important no doubt i've had some personal stuff going on during this cruise as well and i felt comfortable reaching out because that's the kind of environment it's very much encouraged and i have been so felt so supported, you know, by the response, both from staff and the people on the cruise. Absolutely. And it's been a huge part of my being able to be here and be comfortable. And I've observed it in other people as well yeah. who have needed just a little assist here or there if they might have sensory issues or something. And just people are very accepting and, you know, really want to make the experience a good one for everybody. Totally. Yeah, it's been great to see relationships like that form and see the support. Out in the open like that. Yep, totally. And also knowing it doesn't end here either. Yeah. Yes. Like we're all here, but when we get out of here, like I said, he and I connected last year and became friends and we just started texting each other almost every day and then we started a podcast and we just, you know. I was trying to date him. I'm not going to lie. And, and it's fine. I've only been with my wife for like 16 years at that point. No big deal. I but, just need a writing mate. <laughs> no, we've been, it's, it's amazing. The instructors after the fact, I've been able to reach out to Maurice, for example, who was on the cruise last year and have him support myself and, and Nick and various things. And Absolutely. Been really nice. yeah. As most so, of you guys know, he's been a really good mentor for us and Absolutely. he does it for everyone he meets. Yep. So. He's awesome. I loved meeting him last year. Sorry. He wasn't here this year. Uh, yeah, that's, this so makes is me he. sad. Mm. <laughs> Love you, Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did you gain this year this during this week that you didn't think you were going to gain? I, I would jump back to the support part. I hadn't expected to need that kind of personal support. And that was huge on the writing side. Um, you know, the classes, I mean, you pick up, you always pick up some gems and that's always, you know, a great thing. Um, I, wrote some flash fiction this morning which i've never written flash fiction so same you know it was like i was like oh i'm writing flash fiction this yeah. is cool <laughs> i was like okay actually i completed a story in three hours hey how about right. that which when you're working on a novel that you're years into and mm -hmm. you know still like okay i'm almost there i'm almost at the end it's like wow i got a story done this morning that's awesome yeah Whew. love it anything else um for you where would you say you're at in your career when it comes to writing uh emerging I think is the term they use emerging mm -hmm. like or hatching is another way I, I think like of that. it, you I know, like hatching. Um, <laughs> I'm you know, a hatchling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hatchling. I've got a novel out there on submission. We'll see what happens if it gets picked up or not. I've got another one that's I'm working on. Hope to have that done sometimes in the next year. Get that out there. 
um, and um, you know, just at that point where I'm just trying to get momentum going. So yeah, gotcha. You know, and where... you're currently signed with an agent, is that right? Yes, I'm represented by Laurie McLean of Fuse Literary. Awesome. Perfect. Well, best of luck. Thank you. Much appreciated. And thank you so much for being on the show. We don't want to take up too much of your time, um, uh, but we will put all of your contact information and in, in social media and stuff in the show notes. But where can people reach out to you? Or Awesome. Yeah, that'd let, be great. Let, let us know. Yes. Where, 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 where can people reach out to you oh, right okay. now? Social Absolutely. media. Well, um, t- Twitter is at alextilson.com and my website is alexbirdtilson.com. Awesome. Thanks so much, Alex. Thank you. We appreciate Thanks for having it. me. Yeah. Take care. You're awesome. Keep riding. Appreciate it. <laughs> I did it. See? Um, we are joined by the awesome Mr. Luke, who we met last year. And um, so first thing, we just have people say who they are, what they write, what they do, and just let people know who they are. Thanks for being on the show. Cool. Uh, my name is Luke. Obviously, I have a background in English, which I feel is like the most cliche thing to possibly yeah. say. Don't worry, um, I have one too. <laughs> Um, I write psychological dark fantasy. That's awesome, dude. Luke, uh, what's your last name? My last name is Tarzian. There's an I in there. It is not Tarzan. I didn't want to say it wrong. So but I people it. will inevitably call me Tarzan, so it's kind of a moot point. <laughs> Don't let them do that to you, man. So this being your second year and being able to hang out with us once again, um, what were you hoping to gain out of this week um, being on the cruise ship again? You know, honestly, just a lot of downtime, time to write and hang out with people. I wasn't looking for anything specific. Um, it's just nice to escape society every now and then. I agree. I agree 100% with that. And it's hard being away from family and stuff like that. But this yeah. is the only time of the year I get 100% time just to work on this and not do any of the other stuff. You know what I mean? And I yeah, think that's, absolutely. I, I think it's super important. Yeah. Decompressing time is good. Um um, and you also have uh, your wife on board as well. I do. Who is amazing. She is. And you also may or may not have some little ones on the way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're expecting twins sometime in February. That was a very pleasant surprise when we found out. Found out there was not one, but two. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm awesome. So Which excited. is really kind of ironic because my wife herself is a twin, but twins aren't a genetic thing. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Awesome. Well, congrats. I just, Thank you. I just had to bring I'm a family <laughs> man, so I was like, I'm not going to not mention it. I'm sorry. Um, it was wonderful to see you guys announce that once you got here. Yeah. And kind of just sneakily tell people, and you've been hiding it. Well, well, I, I mean, I don't know if you've been hiding it, but. Well, I saw you guys across the room when you came at the hotel. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know that it was that, it was, that we were hiding it. I think it's just people probably just didn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I noticed is uh, your wife, she was actually pointing at her belly and like gave that special <laughs> rabbi talking to someone else. And I was like, they were indicators oh. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds she like her. She is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, congrats on that, man. Thank and, you. Um, so we might as well, do you want to do the other one first before we do the other thing about his book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ask me the other um, So two questions for you. What, you know, we're at the end of the week. What did you gain from being here this week that you didn't expect? Yeah, I don't know if it was that I gained anything I didn't expect. It was just a lot more of last year, but a lot more relaxed. I wasn't as on edge this year, definitely, for a variety of reasons I will not go into. Um, 
but yeah, no, it was like like I said before, it was nice to just kind of like see everybody that I had made friends with last year and get to be able to just kind of like hang out and chill. Yeah, I felt a lot less anxious this year, mostly yeah. because I knew what to expect. It was the same exactly. boat. Exactly. I had the same roommate. Like they, I didn't have any variables. They to, cut the to, classes down by half. And knowing I'd have all that writing time is good too. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think we should mention the good thing. The other thing. His book, dude. The shameless plug. plug oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were <laughs> this, gonna I, look, look. This guy over here. <laughs> I'm literally just talking about it five minutes ago. I'm producing and directing at the same time. So you go ahead and ask. Why? Well, may I? Please, Luke. We know you had some big news come out recently of a project that you were working on last year. Um, if I recall, on the cruise ship as well. Um, tell us a little bit about your last year in writing. Yeah, um, so I put out my debut this past May. It's a psychological dark fantasy called Vultures. Um, it was the project I was working on last year on the cruise, um, but it went from standalone to trilogy very quickly, and that was kind of a weird thing. Most It was just based off a note that my brother-in-law had given me, and I ended up rewriting the entire first act of the standalone, and pretty much doubling it in length and just kind of going, oh, well, I guess this is going to be longer than one book now. Well, good. <laughs> um, but it definitely, I feel like it came out better in the end, which is always the hope. Very cool, man. And well, then, congratulations and on How that. long ago did that get released? And what's the title of it? So that came out the end of May. It's called Vultures. It's book one in the Shadow Twins trilogy. Um, I am indie published, which is simultaneously exciting and horrifying. Maybe not necessarily horrifying, terrifying, I think is the more appropriate <laughs> word. Um, just because you, you, you're going into the, the whole thing without like the backing of like a publisher, whether it's like small press or, you know, one of the big five. Um, but it's also been extremely rewarding for me. The indie community specifically for science fiction and fantasy is mm-hmm. extremely welcoming. I've made a ton of friends. Um, everybody's just super supporting which i had sort of known going into it but the deeper i got the more i realized it was actually a thing awesome perfect well if someone wanted to check you out buy your book where do they go amazon.com like everybody else nice makes it easy (laughs) and and do you have an author website at all i do have a website it's luketarzian.com um you can find me on twitter uh, Luke underscore Tarzian. I'm on Facebook, but I don't really use it, so that's probably not a Same. good place to go. I like your Twitter, though. <laughs> I follow you. <laughs> it's enter- I, I like to think I'm somewhat entertaining. You are entertaining. <laughs> um, thanks so much, man, for being on the show. Thanks for having we me. appreciate it. It's Th- been an exciting year watching you guys progress in your career and then also hearing the news of your family, so yeah. congrats <laughs> again on that. Thank if you. If you ever need any parenting advice, hit me up. For sure. Or I could just ask Patrick Rothfuss or, again. Or ask Patrick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Um, so the first question, of course, is who you are, what do you write, and uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Thank okay. you for being on the show. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Marsha, Nick. Um, my name is Sui. Sui Davies Okungboa. Uh, I'm Nigerian, uh, but currently I live in Tucson, okay, Arizona. Uh, I am a speculative fiction writer in a very broad sense. Uh, currently, my debut novel, called David Mogo, God Hunter, is contemporary fantasy. 
and that's pretty much what uh, I'm known for. But a lot of my short stories, shorter work in general, um, are lean more towards dark fantasy. Okay. Um, and so I've I've gotten published in a lot of horror periodicals as a result. And then I also write science fiction. Uh, but what draws these three things together for me is that they're usually based on my um, West African slash Nigerian uh, heritage. Yeah. And that's where I pull most of my um, inspirations from. Awesome. Much. We talked about this the other day at the beach, and I was just getting excited because I love when a different you know, culture dynamic is brought into works of fantasy. Um, because it's, you know, how long has it been the, the Euro version of everything? Right. So I'm actually, I'm excited. I have it marked to order on Amazon yep. uh, nice. as soon as I, I get back. I got a picture you. on my phone. I'm going to do it too. <laughs> and we are waiting for the Audible edition to come out because well, that's kind of what we do. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks. So just a couple questions for you. Um, it will be a little bit different than the others that we interview, but you are actually a scholarship winner for this retreat. Is that's that correct? Right. That's right. Perfect. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your experience of working to get that scholarship and kind of what you had to do in order to submit for that? Okay. Um, so for uh, the, the scholarship is um, the Carl Brandon Society scholarship. Uh, the Carl Brandon Society sends people of color to various uh, opportunities or pays for them to be present or attend various opportunities within the field of speculative fiction in general. Uh, and this was just this just happened to be one of those. Uh, uh, I've been listening to writing excuses for a long time, like even before I moved to the U.S. Uh, so like pretty much while I used to work in Nigeria, I listened to writing excuses all the time. Wow. So it was just like a thing. I was like, oh, there's a cruise. I'm definitely going for that <laughs> at some point. I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so when I moved to the U.S., I was like, duh, now <laughs> is a time. good time, right? <laughs> so uh, and, and then it just happened to be a carburetor scholarship. So I applied for that. Uh, Tempest was dancing behind you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> and then, um, so the application pretty much meant I was meant to write uh, a letter of intent, okay. which is pretty much saying, oh, what do you, what, why do you think we should give you this? Um, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I had to provide three references. Uh, so I chose, so it's pretty much anyone that's not your spouse or your, like your kid. Sure. So yeah. uh, I ended up choosing a friend, a professor, and a colleague uh, in my MFA program, which I'm a part of at the University of Arizona. Awesome. Um, and so they were my references. And then I also had to submit three samples. Um, so at that time, my book hadn't come out, so I submitted a sample from my book uh, yeah. and then some short stories that I, I'd already published. Okay. Um yeah, pretty much that and uh, just a few other um, administrative stuff. But yeah, pretty yeah. much that at the core. Uh, that's what we had to do. Well, congratulations on that. That's, yeah, that's no, amazing. It's <laughs> always nice to see and hear from the people that were able to get through and get on the cruise ship yeah. on the scholarship. Yeah. Uh, Mary Ramonette said it the best. The people who need it to be here the most are usually the ones that are early in their career and can't afford it. Yeah. Um, so I, I love hearing that there are opportunities out there for those that may not be able to afford it on their own to have that scholarship. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So congrats on your book. Thank you very much. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And we'll, we'll get that plugged in for you too at the end of the show. But uh, so when it comes to being here this week, what, what did you learn that kind of was something you didn't expect? How to effectively kill people. <laughs> how, how, well, awesome, well, how awesome was that class? Um, this that class though? was, I feel like, because um, 
usually I, I go to like these things and I try as much as possible to be uh, underloaded. That's um, like I don't go there with my PC. I don't go there with my notebook uh, because I write a lot on my phone. And I'm this person who just wants to be like be present. Yeah. And I yeah. just like want to toss everything inside. And that's usually how I attend stuff. But this was the one that I was like, oh, shoot, I wish I brought everything possible with <laughs> I me. I want to take all it was the like, notes. Right. It was like <laughs> there were so many notes. I was just like constantly writing. Um because one of the things is uh, combat's like really a big part of a lot of what I write. Um, sometimes I even try as hard to like not write combat. I'm like, no, this feels like a conflict scene. Just have them trash <laughs> talk their way through it, not right. fight, <laughs> right? Um, um, so, yeah, it was. It's something I've always like wanted to get better at, right. uh, and especially the psychological aspect. Right. Uh, and so when uh, Matthew Drake, right, yeah, uh, gave that. Um, it was it was it, it was, was awesome. That was one of like my best things, you know. Aside like sunning on the beach and snorkeling. Well, of course, yeah. Jamaica was. Yeah. Fun <laughs> oh, I um, love Jamaica. Yeah. That, what that, I, that what I really liked of that particular class was um, the scale, like the percentage, you know. Because we, I would talk to Matt the night or two before that about. He, I was I was asking some combat questions, and he goes, "Well, what is it? So if Hollywood is three hundred percent, like where do you fall within that?" And I think that was a really interesting way of looking at combat in your world you yeah. know what i mean i thought that was really good yeah so. well and, i mean and i've talked to matt and previously being military myself combat's just glorified by hollywood like right. they put all yep. the pretty stuff in there yep. nice big giant explosions some excitement and in real life it's not yeah. really that it's controlled chaos yeah. more or less and yeah but you can't write what's real because it's not believable yeah that makes because sense. it's been so skewed and right. Well, they're so expecting get, a Hollywood fight. Yeah, so <laughs> you gotta have a happy medium. Yeah, right. yeah. I, 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 um, I think one the biggest for me was um, the stuff that's happening outside of the actual, you know, um, clash of weapons or um, or arms or whatever. Um, the, you know, the psychological aspects, the um, but what the buddy's doing. Right. I really like that stuff because yeah. because you know when you're thinking about a character in interiority, you want to like give them a visceral. You know, put the reader in the mind of the character, and I, exactly. that's that's what I feel for me has been lacking for a long time, and this was a really eye-opening in that way, and I was like really grateful for it. Awesome. Well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. We know you got to move on, um, but give us some shameless plugs. <laughs> where, where, <laughs> where can where can we find you? What How, social media you use? All that. Where yeah, to cool. buy your Thank book? <laughs> um, so my book, David Mogul, God Hunter, is if you want a shorthand for describing it. American Gods meets the Dresden Files set in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, you can find that uh, on Amazon. Uh, you can find it in Powell's. You can find it in BNN. You can find it everywhere, nice. pretty much. Uh, in print uh, and in uh, Kindle uh, or ebook. Um, you can also visit my website, which is suidavis.com. Um, Davis being D A V I E S and Sui being S U I I. And uh, I am on Twitter at I am Sui Davis. Awesome. Uh, and I'm Sui Davies everywhere else on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, pretty much. Um, and that's I have a newsletter. Sign up, uh, and I'm gonna be starting a Patreon soon. Very next nice. What? Where, yeah, where they be like exclusive behind the scenes stuff and awesome. like cool <laughs> digital stuff. So come, definitely stay, stay, stay in touch. Sounds amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, thanks, thanks a lot for being yeah, on the show. Really, thanks really for jumping on. That. Yeah, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello. 
Hello. And so we are joined now by Miss Erin Roberts. Would also you... known as Erin Awesome, yeah. for the record. That's, that's true. That's your new name. My parents named me that. <laughs> I believe it. So we just have a few questions. We don't want to take up too much time, but just tell us who you are, what you do, something about yourself, what Perfect. you write, all that. All right. I'm Erin Roberts. Aaron Awesome Roberts, I should awesome. say. It, yeah. um, and uh, I write uh, speculative fiction, shockingly, uh, <laughs> science fiction, fantasy, and horror. So I try to do a little bit of everything. I've mostly written and published short fiction so far to date. So I've had some stories out in Asimov's, in Clark's World, in the Dark. Um, and I've had uh, one of my stories in a couple of years best. So I'm having a, having a good time mm-hmm. in the short fiction world and, and now thinking about branching out, okay. doing a little noveling, okay. maybe writing a novel. We'll see. Well, you're killing it. <laughs> and and, and we, we love you. You're amazing. Um, I love you too. So... Are we changing the questions for Miss Aaron? Yes, because Miss Aaron is special. She is special. She not only was the scholarship winner last year. True to be story. Able to come on the cruise, you're actually staff this year. Is that correct? I am staff this year. So wonderful. We're actually really happy to see you here and be able to hang out with you and pick your brain a little bit more this year. But I want to know a couple things from the staff perspective for you. Sure. So first year being on staff. What did you expect that you would be doing? So this is funny. I actually was a little worried. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and so uh, last year, the role that I have, which is to be sort of the one of the people responsible for affinity groups, which are you know the so there we're on a big group of writers. But for people who have certain marginalizations, we have affinity groups. So there'll right. be one for people of color, one for writers with disabilities, et cetera, et cetera. And so I work with the amazing Kay Tempest Bradford. She's amazing. She is amazing. I don't know if she'll be on the podcast, but she's amazing. She doesn't have to be. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we can feel it from here. <laughs> there you go. And uh, so I was like was saying like I'm like Tempest Junior. Right. So I like help out with that with that stuff as well. And there was a woman last year, Julia Rios. Uh, so Julia Rios uh, did this role last year. And so I emailed Julia like three days before. And I was like, Julia, Skype with me. Tell me, like, is it going to be okay? What do I have to do? What's happening? <laughs> so Julia was kind enough the day before the cruise left, basically the day before I flew to come here, to tell me about it. And she was like, you just need to be out here. You need to be present. You need to be like a positive, you know, yeah. presence. And then, of course, there are times when you're going to have to like just go get things things or make sure things are in the place that they need to be so it's been a blast good and i'm glad to see you in that role and you're doing a great job i hope you weren't alone the other night for the safer spaces when we all got double booked no for the critique group <laughs> so i good. did have someone with me yes. in the safer spaces. yes uh, i was thinking i was in my critique group and i was kind of freaking out i was like i wonder if Aaron's by herself That's no worries it's fine i love the dynamic here marshall he's been saying that a lot. Yeah. About, oh, I'm worried about Aaron. Oh, I'm worried about Aaron. <laughs> well, I just, I, and look, and, and I think this is a, this is a result of the fact this is my second time doing this. And I, I what I've been saying a lot is I have a lot less anxiety this year about coming here. Yeah. But now that I'm here and see how it all works, I want to be helpful. You know what I mean? Like I can find time to write and stuff too, but if you guys needed something, I was happy to help. So the supervisor thing they did this year was kind of unique. Yeah. And I thought it was it let it, it helped me feel like I could help out a little, uh, you know, feel needed a bit. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people really felt that way. I yeah. don't know if any of the other people you've talked to have talked about this. No, we haven't su- talked about it yet. The supervisor program, which we is the idea that some, 
some super people, which you are, yeah. got green visors and got to basically be like the right hand men, women, people of the whoever it was who was doing exactly. the staff work. And so I think that that uh, was really great and almost, you know, almost but not quite. Sometimes I was like, I'm not even needed here. I can just like be doing my thing like, because I can just write. Yeah, because they're so helpful and everybody wants to like be doing the, the supervisor role. And so it's like it's really been it's really been fun. It's a really great idea. And I'm glad I hope they continue to do it because I, I think people feel like they get a lot out of this and they want to do it again. And when at the end of last year, uh, like I said, I was here as a scholarship student. And so I was like, this is amazing. And at the end, the very end of the cruise last year, they're like, oh, do you want to come back and do this role? And I was like. Heck yeah. Yes, and sir. I didn't even know what it was, but I was like, <laughs> even if it's literally like, I don't know, like cleaning barnacles yeah. off the cruise ship every day, <laughs> like I feel like I should give back. So on the Jamaica stop, you'll be cleaning barnacles. Okay. <laughs> um, That's a key role. I know, right? Um, so again, we don't want to take up too much of your time. You're amazing. Um, can you tell our listeners where they can buy anything of yours or where you do on so- where you are on social media and all that? Sure. So, um, shameless plug time. Shameless plug time. So you can find me most on Twitter at Narelle. So it's N I R E L E, or as I like to tell people, it's L Aaron backwards. Oh, okay. Just maybe not like, how I came up with it. But <laughs> let's say that I did that on purpose. Um, and uh, my my website is writingwonder.com. Awesome. And um, I'm also on Patreon at Patreon slash Narelle, which is like a secret. And like my mom is one of my two patrons. Yeah. So feel free to join her and like, i have two patrons my mom's not a patron you so you're go. lucky oh there you go at least your mom's my patron no, she doesn't kidding. know what i do <laughs> i'm about to say my mom doesn't like know that. i do a podcast yeah so. but um but yeah and what's really cool is like a lot of my um my stuff is free online and so yeah, awesome. i as i like to say my most sort of famous story is a story called sour milk girls which was out in clark's world in january 2018 and it's the one that's been in a few years best and as i said on the writing excuses podcast earlier today yeah. both in the years best dark fantasy and horror and in the years best science fiction which i think is a feat yeah uh, because well it is done. both dark and science fiction yes. so yes. much like me congratulations <laughs> yeah that's, Love perfect. It. that's perfect um well we will let you go thank you so much for being with us thank and, you and we have two more days which i'm excited about and uh, invite me back anytime thank you we always will. oh we will <laughs> a special episode with aaron uh, they're awesome right aaron the awesome that's that'll be the episode with title when, when when we get you on the show next we have my roommate eric who is amazing hello. and back um, to back roommate back to back roommate, roommate hello. who i've talked about previously and we have uh don't worry, our, our other people who are interviewing are now giving us grief for not interviewing <laughs> them at this moment. We will do it in a moment. But they keep disappearing. Gotcha. So hopefully they stay put for yeah. like two minutes. Just two minutes. Um, so so I'm, I'm filler is what I'm saying. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> well, well, yes, but no, I'm just Right, kidding. yeah. Um, so just tell us who you are, um, what you write, and just why you're on the cruise. Um, my name is Eric Levitt. Um, I am uh, on the cruise uh for a lot of reasons, mostly because I uh, this is one of the few times that I get to actually dedicate a whole lot of time to this craft. Yeah, um, I have a pretty busy day job, and I um, um, I struggle to get like dedication to some to this. Yeah, and uh, so this is my the only time I can do that. Um, this is my third time on it. Um, I love it; it's awesome, and uh, I'd recommend it to any would be writer. Awesome, so, man. yeah. No, you're. 
Second year here, is that correct? Or third? This is my third. Third, third year here. Third. What What have you gained this year, knowledge-wise, as a writer, for the third time? What was new for you? Well, so the new thing to me is always just like you run into new and interesting people, which gives you new and interesting ideas. You read, and you know, being part of critique groups, you get you know, you get to see whatever the people write and those kind of things. Um, but I mean, you know, I've listened to to Mary Robinette's talk on the mice quotient. I don't know, five, six times now. And every time I get some little new little thing. Yeah. Um, so that's something that's like a carbon copy pretty much of what I've heard before. And yet, you know, she changed it up a little bit and all of a sudden I'm like getting new benefits from it. It kind of clicked right. a little bit for me this year, I feel like. Because I've right. heard her talk about it before, but I don't know. It seems something about, maybe about the visual. It was the post-it notes. The post-it <laughs> notes. So as, as frustrated as she was with it, the post-it notes I think worked really well. Yeah, I so, agree. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, every class, you, you know, Matt's, Matt Drake's class was excellent. And, Amazing. uh, um, and Don Juan's class was, all the classes are always new and interesting. Yeah. And I always think about and you learn new things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, have a short story that I've, um, that I sent to the critique group, got the critiques back. And even after I had input all those critiques, I, um, taking a class, I'd stop and go, oh crap. But yeah, it's always new and interesting. Cool, man. Yeah. Like well, it. we don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, if you have a writer website, this is your shameless plug time. If you have a writer <laughs> website or just social media, if anybody wanted to connect with you, I've got nothing. Um, I just my Facebook account, so awesome. it'd be um, Eric Dutch Levitt, and yeah. um, I'm in the Orlando area, Flatatisville, Florida. So if I, you see me there, that's who I am. Awesome. And yeah. thanks again for being my roommate. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate yeah. that, man. All thanks, right. Eric. All right. Thanks. Um, we are joined by Donna and Debbie, who are amazing, and we love them. Whoa, and we what? met them this year. Hey, hey, ditto. Hey, hey. And so basically what we're doing is just asking people, first of all, to say who you are and what you write and what you're all about. And then I think Nick has already crafted a particular question he wants to ask you guys. So whoever wants to go first. I'm Donna Malakovich, and I write Regency Romance. I also have dabbled in urban fantasy, and I have a YA paranormal that I'll be editing next spring. Awesome. My name is Debbie Hibbert, and right now I am halfway through a uh, supernatural superhero fiction story, and also I have a middle-grade horror, and... um, sort of a dark comedy that I've been playing with as well. Awesome. Which, the theory on that dark comedy is amazing. <laughs> I'm excited you, you, for you're it. You're just going to leave it at that? Yeah. Cool. I, I Sorry. No spoilers. Okay. That's fine. Uh, so, Let's, I know you have some random question you're going to ask. I, I, I do. We have actually listed questions and he's going to ask something completely different i know we like spontaneity here that's what we're all about we're all about well i gotta i have to start with the first question though is you guys have known dan and kind of that little crowd a little bit for a few years now right Mm -hmm. so what made you want this year to be your first year on the cruise and being with wxr do you want to tackle that first (laughs) i can tackle that so i've known that the cruise was happening for a little while um and I do run into Dan and Howard, particularly and Brandon, at different workshops or conferences. Um, Debbie and I were in part of a writer's group when we lived in the same state, and we, we saw them quite a bit. We met Dan actually before I'm Not a Serial Killer came out in the UK. 
so 13 years ago, and picked his brain. And he's always been very, very generous with industry information and sharing writing, um, great writing prompts. So I knew the cruise would be a great opportunity, but I didn't have a personal reason to invest this much. And um, we both still have kids at home and things going on. So leaving our families was um, not something I usually do for this period of time to invest in my writing. However, Debbie sent me an invitation to the cruise and she has recently moved out of state a year ago. So we have not been able to hang out for over a year Aww. on any regular basis. Anniversary. So it's girls weekend, actually, yes, all week amazing. long. Yay. Love it. So tell them what prompted you, because mine was totally a personal opportunity to hang out with my bestie and hang out with the people from Writing Excuses yeah. who are always entertaining. So um, my reason, I guess... Um, Maybe a little personal here, but I finally decided I need to take myself seriously as a writer. I have played this craft for a lot of years, mm-hmm. and I recently, for various various reasons, I took about a five-year break from writing. And I had okay. I was in the middle of two novels, like literally had finished half of two novels. I have one full manuscript, and I took a five-year break, and I needed to... Uh, do some reassessment and I finally decided I'm going to take myself seriously as a writer because I'm passionate about it. I know that it's something that when you study the craft and when you work at it every day, you develop that talent and it gets greater and greater. And so anyway, essentially I can do this. I you, got this. You can do this. And I'm so, <laughs> I and that's an it. amazing reason for coming on this. And that's one of the reasons I come on this boat is it puts all of my stuff aside like all my various jobs and i love my wife and kids and i'm missing them terribly as we get later into this but it's something about i'm ready to go home taking a week (laughs) just a week to myself to actually work on this thing and learn stuff and network and and take it seriously you're absolutely right yeah because otherwise if we don't take ourselves seriously then nobody else will yes exactly very true and you're coming off of short story contest winnings like you've kind of been out there a little bit, and then you took the hiatus. I did, yes. So where all have you been published so far? Well, I used to write for the newspaper, as did Donna. Actually, we both we both used to write for the newspaper. Oh. And which newspaper is that? So we wrote for um, the Daily Herald in Utah County, in in Utah. Um, we both covered. We lived in a town where they had nine mayors in ten years, and we both oh. covered. Um, event stories and politics um, at different times for the local paper and for the the county paper back when papers were a bigger thing. Not that many years ago, actually. (laughs) Before they kind of died. Yes. (laughs) And then Debbie won. Yeah, I I did win um, at LTUE uh, many, many years ago when it was sponsored by BYU. I did win the short story contest out there. Well done. Yes. And then also I was a columnist. I have 104 um, business columns that I've written, co-written with um, the president of the Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And um, when I was the vice president, we had a comment, we had a column called two cents or um, yeah, two cents. And it was about keeping sense in the politics and business of the area. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Perfect. Well, I saw your face. We're in the presence of awesome. Just so you know. <laughs> um, oh, trust me. I, I'm very much aware. I've met him 
this week. So we are going to keep you guys too much longer because we are going to have dinner together I still have another question. I know you have another question. No. Okay. Well, my next question would be, having as much experience as you you do have, I mean, we've talked about critiques and things like that, and you're very well versed in the craft. What are you learning this week on this cruise ship that you didn't know before? That is a really good question. Do you know? Um, I don't know if it's as much what are you learning that you didn't know before as much as what are you applying now that you maybe realized was missing from your story. So one of the great critiques I got this week was that um, my character arc was a little bit flat, that it didn't really... um, climax like it should and so looking back at my it was a short story I looked back at my short story and realized I need to add that character arc so I think it's more about applying things in relation to what you're currently writing and I had um, a great realization in learning well I learned about how to kill people today in that killing thing it was an amazing class this amazing class with with grit and detail, I learned how to choke someone, which I didn't know before I came on the cruise and might be useful. Properly choke someone. That's properly good. choking. Yep. I could choke someone, but I couldn't right. do it properly before this. And it's very important for Regency writers to do things properly. Exactly. So, and then the, other, the other thing I learned was about filter phrases. So Piper Drake did a great, um, ran a great critique group. And I found that I use a lot of filter phrases in my writing. So okay. instead of just going straight to the action, I'll say, she felt the hand touch her shoulder instead of the hand the touch hand her shoulder. Touched, yeah. And when you separate your readers from the action, you need to do it intentionally. Exactly. I also Good. picked up a little tidbit from Cory Doctorow that in my critique group where he spoke about um, word modifiers, like he was somewhat angry. He said, that's a just lazy. Mm-hmm. And he said, don't ever say somewhat angry. Find the word that means somewhat angry and use that. And or, use that, yeah. you know, they were slightly confused or whatever it is. These little modifier words are kind of lazy writing and you need to cut those and find the word that means that. Awesome. That's love my advice. So love it. We you're going to keep asking questions. No, I'm not. Um, shameless plug shameless plug time just not my hair what you do you know social media website where they can buy anything that you've written or whatever you'd like to plug i have no social plugs right now but donna does i do i actually work at a university and we hold a writer's conference it's a one-day conference um and it's just um outside of park city utah okay and so it's called book academy so you can go to uvu book academy um, dot edu and find book academy it's in october it's in the fall every year so awesome. we would love to have people come in from yes Ooh. howard taylor's joining us and and tracy abramson and several other writers um james perry who is a humorist <gasps> and a screenwriter so we would love to see people come out and awesome. visit our writers conference yay thank you guys so much for being on the show and being thank our you. friends you're so welcome thanks for to, dealing I, with us yeah, I can't, friendship I, first this was awesome though thank you so much <laughs> All right, so um, basically how we start this, thank you for being on the show, by the way, is just tell our listeners who you are, what you write, and um, essentially why you're on the cruise. Right, my name is Yvonne Gurney. I'm from London via Wisconsin many years ago, (laughs) Um, and I write YA fantasy. Awesome. And I actually kind of started writing as an escape from a very stressful job. Okay. And I had opened up a, a gym and it was not for me because I'm an introvert like, like many <laughs> other people here. And I just realized after I opened it, I thought, 
this is really, really stressful. So within 18 months, I decided to sell it. Okay. I thought, I've got to do something totally different. So literally sitting in my lounge, and I said to my husband, I think I'll write a book. And he said, what is, what is it going to be about? I said, fairies. Fairies. And it was just that. Really? Just like that. It came out of my mouth without me thinking about it. So this was 2005. Okay. So I sat down. I had young kids at the time. And it was like 2 a.m. And I'm looking out at the darkness and I'm typing away 160,000 words later of not knowing anything, but just lots of imagery. Just there, yeah. Um, I, I then sort of just put it aside. And I put it aside till about 2008. And I pulled it out again and I chopped it and chopped it and chopped it. Put it aside again, okay. 2014. And it was sort of something just kept going back to. And now that my kids are not little anymore and are off at university and things themselves it was time to yeah pull it out and give myself a deadline so oh perfect yeah about a year ago i said right gonna finish this thing now and i had been learning i've been listening to the podcast yeah, and stuff you know for sure brandon's always been a somebody i've read so um so i always knew this was this was happening mm -hmm. um and it was finally you know when my daughter could drive herself to college and she passed her driving test in january i thought that's it. I can Time now, I can now go because she can get herself to school. Oh, that's and awesome! And I did, uh, yeah, met my deadline of April, <laughs> got it done, and now in process of querying. Oh, fantastic! Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's so exciting to be at that stage. Yeah. After so many years. Yeah. That's wonderful. So what, what brought you here to the WXR? I think it was just the idea of. Well, I've been to, this was when I knew I was going to finish the manuscript because mm -hmm. I knew I would set myself a deadline. <laughs> I know I would. Um, I decided it was going to be my seminar year. It was going to be my festival year. So I attended the Winchester Writing Festival in okay. Winchester. Okay. In England. Um, and what you do there is you sit down and with your ticket, you get to meet like four agents. So mm -hmm. I was able to put my query letter and, and everything in front of them, get some good feedback. Yeah. Uh, and then just the week weekend before I came here, I went to the Festival of Writing in York, same kind of thing. And I actually had one agent jump on it and say, "Yes, yeah, send me the whole thing." Oh wow! And a couple of, and I've got about four other agents who sort of said, "Yes, resubmit." So it was kind of a this year. I knew I was just going to be going around and meeting other writers. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to concentrate on writing anything else new yet, um, and just see where it would go with what I had. So. Yeah. The idea was come here, chat to a lot of people. I have not written a single word. <laughs> I have done some edits with Marshall, you know. Right, we were, we, we were in the same critique group. group yep, yep. Um, so I've made some of those edits. Cool. Got rid of that one character we didn't like very well. Well, okay. most mostly got rid of him. Right. Um, so, but that's about it. So it was really about getting here, meeting the people, learning oh. stuff. Yeah. So, so a network aspect yeah. for you. Yeah. Now, do you feel? I mean, it's Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow we have one more day, and then we're. Some of us are home. Others got to fly across the other ocean. Yeah. Um, did you feel you met enough people? You you were successful in your networking process? Absolutely. And I think having the Discord is going to be yeah. even more um, interesting afterwards because, you know, I won't remember everybody's name, but it will be, hey, I remember speaking to somebody who did such and such. Right. You know, can I talk to you about that again? And I spoke to Dan about um, maybe next year tapping into the wealth of knowledge of people here. Just like Nick, when you were talking earlier about combat and stuff. Um, 
I spoke to somebody who has been in a fundamentalist religious um, oh, wow. organization and came out. Okay. Um, and, and what she went through there, I've spoken, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who have a lot of medical background, really maybe having some sessions where we tap into these experiences, the experiences that, yeah. that mm-hmm. we have outside of our writing experience yeah. and that can help other people who might be writing those roles. Well, and, and I, I agree. And what, what I like about getting off the boat last year was having access to not only the alumni discord, but also the alumni Facebook group. And, yep. there's, oh, cool. and yeah. there's people posting stuff, you know, this conference is coming up or, you know, here's a place to submit things and stuff like that. There, it's been I mean, really nice. There's a few people that they do either every other week or every month. They do Skype write-ins together. Oh, that's really cool. And it's, and it's like, yeah, that's just the community. That's just what this one person does. Like yeah. he organizes a writing session for yeah. people. Um, and you'll see... Coming into November in NaNoWriMo, the the Facebook page for the alumni is just going to blow up with NaNoWriMo yeah. stuff as yeah. people inevitably will need help getting through it and hit that fifty thousand. And yeah, you know they're they they call them NaNoWriMo camps and basically mm-hmm. writing groups that you guys yeah. are buddy checking each other and things like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah. that aspect of it is it will be wonderful and you'll see it full blown. Oh, that's cool. Here in less than a week yeah. for you. I mean, I did something similar earlier in the year um, in that there was a, a program that I didn't didn't get into. And so but it was sort of a community and it mm-hmm. was mostly on Twitter. And so I just I just it said anybody who didn't get into it, if you want to come on to this Facebook group, which is called Write Peer, W-R-I-T-E-P-E-E-R. But yeah, yeah. And it was a, a closed group. I said, you know, everybody who wants to join, get in by this date and then we will close it. And then we'll set up critique groups. And there was, you know, people all over the world. So when I went off to Singapore, I went and met one of the ladies who joined. Oh, that's which awesome. Which really neat. We had lunch together. Um, How cool is that? And then there's, right? a, yeah. uh, and there's an open one as well. And what I did is I just have, I don't know if you've seen the learning units in Facebook. No. Because if you set up a group in the right way, you can do learning units. So you can set up a topic. So I did um, like setting up your website. Mm-hmm. And then I put loads and loads of information, different hosts, all kinds of blog posts and stuff in that section. So if somebody wants to find, so it's just, uh, you know, it's a resource. Wow. Things to waste your time. You yeah. know, Wordle, <laughs> um, Canva, different kind of software programs, Evernote, um, Trello, and just show people how to do all that. So, yeah, I mean, Facebook's a great resource to keep meeting people. Yeah, to keep and, going. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, since you are in the query process, if you could tell people where maybe they could find you on social media or if you have a writer website or anything you've published, anything like that. Yeah, well, I've, I've just basically starting up my, my writer website and it's YvonneGurney.com, okay. so Y-V-O-N-N-E-G-U-R-N-E-Y.com. Okay. Um, and I use that on Twitter and I use that on on Facebook as well. So, yeah, awesome. anyway. Yeah. yeah, and we'll reach out to you and... and um, Get the links and stuff from me at some yeah, point. That's great. Yeah, that's great. All right. Get it posted to our show notes so yeah. people Hurrah. can find it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so thank you for being on the show. We really well, appreciate thank you, it. Rochelle, and thanks for thanks. helping with the critique as well. It, it was it was so it was so funny. Like one of the things I was telling Nick was some of the feedback I got. I was like, well, 
duh, that was stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, okay. It makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. And it, it, it does, but it was a great group. Yeah. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you. All, All right. right. Cheers, guys. This has been Just Keep Writing, a podcast for writers by writers to keep you writing. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Nick is at Bright Inks. You can find this show on iTunes and your favorite podcatchers, so like and share this show with your writing community. If you'd like to share or discuss anything we talked on the show or whatever you have going on, you can post it on our Discord channel, Facebook page, or send it to me. I am Marshall at marshallcar.com or Nick at nicholasbright at brightings.org. You can find our writing and the show notes for each episode on our websites, marshallcar.com and brightings.org. Lastly, if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is patreon.com slash justkeepwriting. And you can find us there and give us a couple bucks an episode and help us do what we do and we can help you. Now just keep writing. Thank <laughs> you.